Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Previously on Transmissions from Colony One. Commander Timothy Conrad, Lieutenant Connor Nye, for your acts of violence and murder against your crewmates, you are condemned to death. Opening the outer hatch in five. Do not come to Earth. Repeat, do not come to Earth. There are two solar-powered cargo jets here. We are working on fixing up. Once airborne, we will be able to conduct global recon and supply flights. Three manned Mars landings with virtually untested, untrained crews. We use in-situ materials to create permanent radiation-resistant structures even stronger than what we are using in Colony 1. I'm going to snap out of these zip ties, and I'm going to pick off all of them when against me. Then, I'll come for you, Tim Conrad. The main launch vehicle will be MECD-3's Maya rocket. Attached to this will be the Scorpion spacecraft, MECD-3's lander. The main body of the launch vehicle will be Space Station Hercules. They're bringing the space station to Mars? That's our supply craft. That's a lot of tonnage you're going to be dropping through paper-thin skies. A grid of magnets perfectly placed in this valley. Over 1,100 4-megaton thermonuclear explosives buried in the ice in Planum Austral. I propose we extract five, strap them on ERV-4, and send it on a one-way trip to intercept the bastard. All of us will need to donate samples. This is how we promote genetic diversity. There is likely still intact genetic material in the bodies of those we've buried outside the colony. The close approach launch window will be arriving in 49 days. 49 days? 49 days, Commander? Colony 1, Amazonas Planitia, Mars. I've heard all propositions, and there are several potential roadblocks, but I trust that in time we will find solutions. Here are your assignments and objectives. Abby Murdoch will be in charge of Earth-Mars launch operations. She'll be the lead architect of the flight plan and will provide aeronautical and astronautical assistance to our friends on Earth as they construct this giant launch vehicle. You'll be an acting flight director during all manned and unmanned landing procedures. That I can do, Commander. You'll also be assisting Chloe in building up her population protocol. It's quite a large plane, but due to your pregnancy restricting you from EVA duties, this compensates. No problem at all. Nada. First off, you'll be the point person on the emergency return vehicles. Make sure all the carbon dioxide fuel conversion devices are operational. Make sure the ships themselves are prepped and ready for launch. You'll drop flight plans on the ERVs, launch procedures, tarantula docking procedures, etc. You'll be stationed on the tarantula and will assist in landing operations. I... I will, Commander? Yes. You're going to need to brush up in MMLHV controls as much as you can. Pete, Abby, and Walter will assist as needed. You'll also be working on Alex.
allocating materials needed for constructing Walter's magnetic guidance network and help extract materials for the MEG refineries. Yes, it will be done. Nicole? Yes? Assist Walter in designing his magnetic guidance network for the supply drops and assist in meg designs and construction. You'll be the pilot of the tarantula with Nada as your CDR during landing. No problem. But first, I'm assigning you to lead a long-distance retrieval EVA in Master Rover 3 down to Planum Astral. You will extract five explosives from the South Pole Thermonuclear Array to be used on the Comet Intercept mission. I'm sending Vasily and Connor with you on the EVA. Understood, Nicole? You're sending Connor, sir. Yes, Connor. We might as well put him to some use. You will need Do to be... you honestly think it's a wise move to send him? Connor and I goes in the EVA. Begin charting a course. Moving on. Yes, sir. Specialist Tache, you're in charge of 3D printing operations for these settlements we're going to build. Upgrade and convert all four construction printers to use this heated sulfur concrete as a filament. I'm also charging you to adapt these road paving centering rovers. Acknowledged, Sam. I also need you on mag duty, and you'll aid assist in their construction, testing, what have you. Kaya Osen, your lead urban designer for the permanent settlements Luke will be printing, conjointly with assisting the mag design build operations. You'll assist Luke in printing operations, concrete production, and helping create Pete's electrolysis prototype. Of course, you'll also keep maintaining clear lines of contact with Earth. I can do that, Sam. Paul? I need you to draw up the flight plan and procedures for the Comet Intercept mission. Walter can assist in the observatory as needed. You'll also be assisting Abby, Nicole, Nada, and Walter in all flight, landing, and propulsion-related activities. Copy. Walter, the supply drop procedures and the magnetic guidance network. Assist Abby with their flight plans and help Nada with the ERVs. You'll command mech 3 Scorpion Lander with Rachel as the pilot. Acknowledge them. Uh, let's see. Chloe Hook, population protocol. Keep building that up. Assist Kaya with urban design, Walter with his MGN construction, and aid the people on Earth with supply allocation. Sounds good. Pete Ross, I'm putting you in charge of the Mars terraforming protocol. You'll lead the MEG design build team and will be creating the MEG test chamber for electrolysis testing. You'll also assist aid in urban design, printing operations, and assist with the construction of these centering machines. Oh, that's all. Understood, Sam. Got it. That leaves Vasily. You're going on the thermonuclear extraction EVA with Nicole and Connor. After you return, you'll be in charge of assisting in sulfur concrete production, assisting also in 3D printer operations, the magnetic guidance network, and mech refineries. Whoopee, Commander. I will oversee the progress and completion of all mission objectives and lending a hand whenever needed. I will also launch in an ERV with Nicole, and when the time comes for landing, I will act as pilot in Mech D4's centipede lander, with Zhao Li commanding. I... I understand you're frustrated with me for halting Tim O'Connor's execution. However, there are 80 of us left, attempting to pull off something that requires millions to achieve. This is our last chance. And in order to make that work, we need 
hands as we can possibly utilize. They will be kept under restraints when they are not at work. I'm not asking you to be happy with my decision, but the less people we have working on these tasks, the more uncertain its success. Paul, brief Tim and Connor on their assignments. It would mean a lot to them coming from you. Got it. For the rest of you, we've got a lifetime of work to do. No time like the present. October 14th, 2057. Back to headquarters. Tonova, Nevada. Jesus. Welcome to Metke Supply Depot 1. The size of this place. This warehouse and the 280 others extend over one kilometer into the mountains from here in Tonopah, all the way to Highway 50 near the town of Austin. I suspect they had plans to build hundreds more of these things down the road. Mechdi's landings never really had the chance to get going in full, so I suspect every depot was packed to the gills. It may look overwhelming, but thankfully Mechdi made an awfully good directory, and there are stations all over the place running on a network. How many? 280 of these things? Yes, he just powered it on. Most of what we'll need are in these depots. Most of what we need? Nearly 300 kilometers of loaded supply depots, and we still don't have everything here? Yeah, shocking as it is, Becky didn't have much in terms of seed specimens. Global seed banks had the best samples, so... Gotcha. Becky obviously went that avenue rather than building up their own. Copy that, yeah. Well, we better get back to it, Jane, thanks. What's up? Kaya's has sent out updated supply lists, construction procedures, that kind of thing. They sure seem to be updating a lot. With what we're trying to pull off? I'd hope so. Well, and Commander Lee reported that the Phoenix One cargo jet's ready for takeoff. So they're just gonna test it at dawn and land it here. Phoenix One? That's appropriate, I guess. They're sure it's ready to fly? Well, they've run tests on the systems in and out, and taking it up is the only thing left, so... <laughs> I hope they're right. Wow. They're finally gonna fly it? What seed banks are we going to? Svalbard, Millennium, and a vegetable seed vault in Taiwan. Sure is a long flight in untested skies, but... Well, what do we have here? Connor, Tim, listen up. How's the wheelchair treating you, Paul? Sam has decided to stay your executions and include you in the missions ahead. Bullshit. I don't like it either, but he sees value in you. Tim Conrad, you'll be working in a forge creating magnets for Walter's guidance network. Walter's what? What, what needs guidance? The landing craft. The humans on Earth, they're coming to Mars. All of them. Wow. Looks like you're gonna have your hands full, Lieutenant Nye. In a few weeks, you'll accompany an EVA with Commander Flynn to Tartarus Montez to retrieve medical supplies and the bodies of Orlando DeLuca and Jennifer Simmons. Yeah, that was a great move, eh, Tim? Understood, Paul. Connor Nye, you will accompany Nicole and Vasily to Planet Mastral for thermonuclear explosive extraction from the SPTNA for the use on the Comet Intercept mission. All right. 
hear that, Tim? You get to slave around hammering magnets together while I give real work. You sure you want someone as incompetent as Connor and I on a precarious mission like that? You might fuck up yet again and cause the entire South Pole to go up while you guys are down there. And he would be dead. Have fun hammering metal all day, dickhead. After you return from the extraction EVA, you'll join Tim in the forge creating magnets for Walter's MGN. <laughs> Your first assignment, though, we're having the two of you go outside to dig up the bodies of David Stern, Andrew Wood, Jackie Wood, Elena Torres, and James Wilson. What? Why are we digging up graves? Sam is giving the two of you an olive branch that none of us would ever consider offering. The sensible thing to do would be showing gratitude by doing the work you're ordered to do, or maybe he changes his mind. Gratitude? <laughs> Fuck off, man. Will you crippled ass out of here? You know, Connor, you beat me. I might never walk again. One day, karma's gonna come knocking. Never for an instant think that you'll ever walk out of this. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Throttle up. Steady. Steady. Continuing throttle up. Be 
begin to pull up. Rachel. Hey, Rachel. How are you? You cannot sleep either? It's six in the morning, Fedor. 6.08 Pacific time to be exact. It... it is. <laughs> I've completely lost track. Waiting for confirmation on the latest MEG data dump from Colony One. Excellent. About to meet up with May and Danny to go over the latest updates to Abby's flight plan. How's the chemo? About as enjoyable as chemo can be. What are these? ID badges on some bodies I found in a hallway downstairs. Bruce Farley, astronomy advisor. I remember this man. Who was the woman he was with? Anne Oliver. They were together when the GRB hit. In each other's arms. At least they weren't alone. I can't imagine what it was like when it hit here. Just in an instant. Gone. Turned upside down. Put you in kind of a funk. Colony One to headquarters. Fedor, we confirm retrieval and successful download of Meg data dump and supply list. I'm sending overseed bank requests now, and before bed, I'll send out the Admo agent supply list. Also, a reminder to send us the updated notes on the launch vehicle after Rachel's meeting. Colony One out. Phoenix One, Mifty Headquarters, we are approaching runway 0113, preparing for landing. Acknowledge. Headquarters to Phoenix One, copy your approach. Proceed with landing procedures. Well, whatever funk you're in, I hope you get out of it soon. I'm happy we came back, Rachel. It promises that the story of the human race doesn't end here. What we're planning to do, it's what our friends and family wanted. It's what Bruce and Anne wanted. Thank you. 
And shouldn't Tim be digging up David's body? And I didn't kill David. Ah, Baby, stop talking in big. You know, Vasily, I gotta tip my cap to you. You knew when the kitten was good. Can't do anything about it now, huh? I chose my path and didn't look back. I committed to him. Vasily, Lieutenant Connor Nye is devising some feeble attempt to free himself. He thinks he's going to somehow catch you all off guard and kill you one by one. I wanted you to know this because I want him to fail. To fail miserably. I'm smart enough to recognize mercy when I see it and act accordingly. But Connor, he's simply not a smart man. Fuck off, Tim. You know, Tim, I remember months ago, the three of us were burying James Wilson after he died during our landing. A few graves down from here. You threatened to deal with anyone who doesn't obey your command. You told me anyone who chooses to act out against us will be dealt with. And now you're the most loyal servant. Hmm. Pathetic. Both of you. You misunderstand Sam's mercy, by the way. You will have your execution. Both of you will. You're doing it now. What? Your punishment for what you've done? We're going to work you. Just as your fearless leader told us so clearly that same day. We will work them long and hard, but we will meet our objectives. Precisely what we're doing now. If you're on a 20-hour shift, never expect any relief. Your punishment will be seen to it that we succeed, even if it kills you. Now, dig. Ten kilometers of which came? Check. Toolkit numbers 8, 11, 12, and 29. Toolkit, check. Water? Full 300 gallon tank, check. Your infiltration system, check. Medkits? Got four packed and enough rations for the trip, including a week's worth of emergency. Every single bit of supplies we'll need is packed, Sam. Vasily and I went through that same checklist three times this morning. We're set. <sighs> Awfully cramped for a 40-day trip, but I guess we'll make do. What about the THU? You... Yes, again, Sam. Three times this morning. I know, but... Abby's final coordinates should be uploaded into her GPS within an hour. Got it. Nicole. Keep an eye on Connor. If you're having second thoughts, please leave him here. Just keep your eyes peeled. When he's not helping lift the nukes onto Rover 6, he's inside Master Rover 3, zip-tied to his seat. Well, see you in 39 days, Commander. Safe travels. I'll go get Vasily and Connor. Will you please shut up and 
Beamish? Hey, I guess we'll be burying them all once Chloe's finished with her samples. One of these days, Connor. Vasily, Nicole's powering up Master Rover 1. It's time to go. Outstanding. Enjoy your digging, Tim. <sighs> ah! <laughs> all right, bitch. All right. Come on. No. No, you don't. You're first, Tim. Ah, I told you I'd do this. Get off me! Get off me! Get on your feet, Connor! We're leaving. Your day's coming, Tim Comrade. You hear me? Let's go. Goddamn lunatic. Grab your shovel and dig. I'll start with Andrew. We still have an EVA to retrieve Master Rover 4, so pick up the pace. From here on, no talking. Attention! We now have both Phoenix solar cargo jets fully operational and tested in the skies. And the time has come to conduct withdrawals from global seed boats. Captain Rachel Yoshida will be piloting Phoenix 2 to London and it will travel south to the Millennium Seed Bank in West Sussex. After completing her objectives there, she will fly to Svalbard Global Seed Vault for further withdrawals at the Arctic base. I've selected her crew that will assist her in the journey east. Rachel has already drawn up a flight plan and will be meeting with you tonight to go over all the details. The second mission will be flying out in Phoenix 1 to Taiwan. The World Vegetable Center facility resides in Tainan City and we shall be making large withdrawals from the stockpiles there. I will be in command of this mission I'm putting Fedor in charge while I'm away. After we get all we need, we will fly to Jarvis Island and unload before returning to- Yes, Mr. Richards. To be sure, there's no working Vassy where we're headed, right? We don't know either way. Let's assume there's no visual descent guidance available. We'll just need to make sure we land in the daytime. Great. Quite a flight. But if it's a top priority to fly across the Pacific Ocean for seeds, then we've got no choice. It is a priority, Alvarez. Everybody else, you will see in the mission briefings a number of large supply transport ships docked in Long Beach. Your mission will be to fill those ships with food, water, and supplies from Mekti supply depots and begin transporting to Jarvis Island. Max will oversee the supply depot withdrawals, while Jane will assemble a team to work on the dock transports. Questions? 
read through your electronic dossiers, and read your mission plans. Tomorrow, both crews will prep all necessary supplies for maximum two-week trips. We both take off at dawn the following morning. Dismissed. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.